Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio with Randy Angston. What's up, guy? Happy Friday, my friend. It is Friday, but when you guys are hearing this on a Tuesday, see how that works? It it is a Tuesday. (laughs) It is a Tuesday. Quick announcement, everybody. We have our CLA workshop. Uh, About four seats left in the workshop. So if you're hearing this, you want more information, uh, you can check out winninggym.com slash workshop for details. That's our uh, automation system that uh, takes all lead sources, drives them into consultations. That's your communication tool, both text message, email, voicemail. Uh, something we created and uh, it's been working great. I mean, a lot of success stories you, you saw, oh, yeah. you know, from the Iron Circle, they were sharing just this week alone, nine new clients all through the CLA, having record months for a lot of these guys when they first roll out, when you first roll out the CLA and you haven't been using anything or you've been doing manual follow-ups and things like that, you you see a giant uptick. I mean, it, it just happens Im- immediately. So. Definitely want to check that out. Uh, don't know when the next one is after this, but uh, this will be our CLA number 14. This is our 14th workshop we've done. Heck uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. going to get busy. So yeah, this we got a lot of travel coming up with some events, things like that. It's going to be harder and harder stuff. to get uh, another workshop in the mix, yeah. but so we ju- will. Yeah. Jump on this. Uh, don't miss out. This will be a great time, especially if you're a little bit slower in the summer in your area like uh, if you're in a hot weather climate area where people are leaving like ours, uh, <laughs> jump on this. So uh, it's winninggym.com slash workshop. Okay. So for this episode, guys, this, this stemmed from uh, our conversation, Randy and I were having, uh, we were going through our some of our funnels that we're running for lead generation for ourselves for ProFit. And we started looking at some of the names and we're looking like, okay, who are these people? We started, we, we like to do some research um, yeah, before yeah. we make calls and, or, you know, especially when somebody books an appointment, we want to check out their gyms. And um, what we were seeing is the email addresses that were coming in were, were probably 90% at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, this is something, I mean, I've been taking calls, those types of calls since what, day one, right? Mm-hmm. Probably back to 2015. It is massive. I mean, it, like you said, it's like 90% of people that, that submit information to us have a, a free hosted email address as a, as a quote unquote professional. Yeah. Um, so you're like, well, well, yeah, I have a Gmail address. Why, why is that a problem, Tim? Well, let me explain something, you know, right, right away you're in business. So right off the jump, having a Gmail address for your business address is unprofessional at best. It's very amateur. Correct. And, and, you know, you're probably like, Tim, well, Gmail, it works for me. It connects to my phone. Sure. Got it. Understand. However, you have to understand when somebody is a prospect of your gym and you're emailing them from your business, you know, like, you know, Joe's personal training gym at gmail.com versus Joe at Joe's personal training gym.com. It's a completely different perception mm-hmm. of professionalism. Absolutely. And, and I hate to say that because you're like, well, Tim, that's like no big deal, but it is a big deal. Well, it, that's exactly. It's, no, it's, it's not a big, it's not a big deal. So why do you still have a Gmail? You know what I mean? Like if, yeah. it, it, that's the thing, like it takes nothing 
to go get a domain-based email address. You probably have a website. You probably are paying for hosting. You're probably getting free email or, or for $5 more a month to get it, yeah. to get, to get your email at your domain. Um, it, you know, it's cracking me up as you were saying it. It's like, it, but it is, it's professionalism. It's, it's makes things real. Uh, you don't have, you know, you don't go to sign somebody up at your gym and say, Oh, cool. Yeah. But before we go to the gym, just come to my house, you know, come into my living room. We're going to have a consultation and then we'll move forward. No, you're, it's a business. You operate in a place of business. Make it a business. Yeah. Make your domain, make your email address, your domain. When I say domain guys, it's your website. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of people are probably, what, what does domain base mean? It means at pulsefitnessaz.com, Tim at pulsefitnessaz.com. That's, that's it. Or Tim at pfmarketingsolutions.com or excelfitness.com. That, that, that's, that's the difference, right? So, you know, it's, it is the perception and look, I, I, was, I made a video about this in the business talk with fitness professionals group about professionalism, but it's a, you know, competition, competition, you know, what we're doing is a war. And I, and I spoke about it last time when you change the perspective of it's your family against their family. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of hit me when I was saying it like, yeah, that, that should turn the, the competitive switch on for you. Like, okay, they have a family and kids, you have a family and kids. Maybe you don't have kids, but you get my point here. And I'm talking about your competitor. Well, you're in the same market going for the same people. So, what you know like do you want their kids to have better cleats for football <laughs> yeah. practice or do you want your kids to have better cleats for football practice do you want to go on that vacation or do you want that family to go on vacation so it's your family against their family so it's a war all the little things and when i say little things i'm talking about the domain right matter yeah, absolutely if they get an email from you know, Joe at competitorgym.com versus, you know, something, you know, fitpro at gmail.com, which is yours, just having those two next to each other in an inbox could make the difference. Absolutely. I tell you what, it would make it for me. We can talk, we can even go one step further. Not only the professionalism, but the deliverability. Correct. They, may, How, they yeah. might not even ever see your email, guys. Domain-based email addresses have a higher deliverability rate. So if you're using a free service, you're not going to be using a CRM mm -hmm. because every one of those CRMs requires now a domain-based email address because it's verifiable. It comes with a little bit more clout and, and credibility because it's professional. But if you're trying to, you you know, you're not going to be plugging in a system like our, our CLA or mm -hmm. any other automation uh, software by using a free hosted email address. Yeah. And then, like like I said, I mean, even the deliverability, even a one-to-one, -one, you can't guarantee that it's going to get through. We sure. can't guarantee even with a domain base that's going to, but your chances, that much greater. Yeah, there's things that you can do. So if you, if you want to go back to, um, I don't know what episode it is, email de deliverability, deliverability with, with Evan. With Evan Samarin. Um, go search it. That We talk all about domain-based versus, you know, like Gmail, Yahoo, AOL-based emails. Okay. This this episode is not about Gmail. It's no. not it's not about this is just a point that we want to make. You know, and so let's keep moving on. And then the next kind of obvious thing we would look at is is your website, okay, as a gym owner. So do you have a website? Number one. So you know, there was a client yesterday that signed up for our CLA and went to her website and it's not it's not even up. It's gone. It's I, like it's, it's probably ten to fifteen percent. 
Okay, so check your emails or check your websites. Your website. I mean, not, not only just do you have a website, is it active? Is it hosted? Uh, is it secure? Is it SSL? SSL, yeah, because here's the thing. If you're not and you go to that website, everybody's going to get a warning before they even see your site. The don't the uh, the browsers are going to stop people from seeing your website because there's risk of of uh, you know phishing, spam traps, all of these things because you haven't secured your website. These are yeah. basic things like that, and that's the reason we're talking about this stuff, guys. This is like literally like you know creating an LLC. This is like the next level for business. Like just do it. I wouldn't even say this is business one hundred and one. I think this is like a prerequisite to business is having the, these things in place. So the website's obvious. You need to have a website. Is it professional? Is there like, we, we went to what a dozen websites when we were having mm-hmm. this conversation from the leads and it's like a jarbled mess. There's, I saw one that had ads on it. Like it was an ad, like Google ads. They were having ads placed on their website for like freaking shoes and you know, Amazon and stuff. Get, get, get a little bit more professional. So, if you haven't looked at your own website in a while, <clears throat> do yourself a favor. Just go kind of go look at it. Go look at it as if you were a prospect. Yeah, shop it. Yep. Is it easy to uh, to opt in? Is it easy to understand where you are? I've I've been to numerous websites where I go to say contact us to kind of figure out where their address is. It will have their street address, but no city or state. I, dude, I can't tell you how many websites and guys. This is we're laughing about this, but these are the, your guys' websites. Like uh, half of them don't have the address or a phone number. Yeah, I've seen that too. If that's not on the footer of every damn page, what's like? We're at the top header or, or, or something. Yeah. Like this is uh, the place of business. Where should, where are your clients coming to to train? Yeah, we should do a little website audit. Ooh. I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's best practices, there's, you know, navigation things, there's, uh, you know, SEO practices and stuff. And so a lot of, a lot of you guys have hooked up with SEO companies that have completely destroyed your websites. What, what do I mean by that? Well, they're trying to bury keywords in so many places on your web pages that it ends up being hard to navigate and read. There's huge paragraphs not blurbs and bullets. It's like a freaking the whole thing scrolling for seven scrolls. It's all words. Like it's all paragraphs. Yep. Like nobody's reading that Especially shit. when it's now, nowadays everything's responsive. So it's trying to, like if you open up your website and it's long to scroll in a desktop Imagine and then somebody's on a mobile device, they're never getting past that second paragraph. Yeah, you no. know what I mean? Like it's just no. So yeah, give yourself that audit, but that's a good idea. We, maybe we'll have to think about Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale 
like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG. That's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Well, we're not website people. We just understand them. But we we have some website yeah, partners, we partners that we're, we we're partnering on. Yeah. And we are starting to work with them on our new website. So we will give you guys I, I'm 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 vetting the company right now. So just kind of stay tuned. But we have a really good partner that can push out great websites that will generate leads for you guys. Uh, stay tuned on that. We're not ready to, to kind of divulge what we're doing, but uh, uh, moving on. So let's let's get back get back into the professionalism. So in your gym, guys, in your gym, do your coaches, does your front desk staff, do you do you wear a uniform? And what I mean by uniform, I'm just saying like black slacks with a logoed shirt. Doesn't have to be a polo. It, you know, it could be a clean, nice workout shirt fitted that has your logo on it. Or do you let your coaches wear whatever they want? Shorts or tank tops or cut off sleeves or Nike with nothing on it or, or, or something else, some stupid saying on it. Like what, wh like, what are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. um, I, I would assume most of you guys have uniforms for your coaching staff, but I've also seen plenty that don't. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And again, like consider, look at other industries, you know, like look at the professionalism in, in retail, in all of the, anything else. I don't understand why the fitness industry like just takes professionalism and throws out the window. But uh, yeah, I mean, w walk into an Apple store. You have no question who works there. Yeah, they all have red shirts Every on, single yeah. one of them matches somehow. And again, it doesn't, they could all be different, but at least there's congruency between the staff. You know, you might catch that one person that happened to show up in a red shirt, mm -hmm. but everybody else, at least, you know, is okay. Staff. It's very clear I, on who to talk I to. I know, to, yeah, exactly. I know who to ask my questions to and, and so forth. And I think the overarching theme of all of what we're talking about is, is you need to make it easy for people to do, do business, business with, with you. you. You need to make it easy for, for people to do business with you. Because if you make it difficult, you're already up against the wall. You're already in a challenging position. Like, why make it any harder? And so there's there's a whole episode that we could talk about making things easy to do business with you. But like for example, that Apple store, you walk in the Apple store, I look for they come to you anyway. But you if you if you they were busy, you knew who to talk to. Same thing with your staff. Like if your front desk staff is just kind of wandering around in their own stuff, like maybe you don't know who who works here, who mm -hmm. doesn't, and it kind of makes you feel uncomfortable when you walk into a place. Um, also, like the experience that they have. Um, from the parking lot through the training session to their way back out the door. Like, what does that look like? Do you have a process? Like this is how granular we are when we think about things, you know, Tim's building out a location. Oh yeah. Right. Real estate where we are. He's thinking about the width of the parking spots that his clients are parking in guys, the width of the parking spots. That's how, how intentional we are about every single aspect of this building. Why? Because the client experience, like you just said, from the second they pull in the drive yeah. all the way through to getting back in their car, what is that experience like? That yeah. matters. It's that yeah. stuff that matters. That's the stuff that's going to differentiate, you know, those that excel and move ahead and ascend yeah. versus, you know, those that are going to sit there and, and play in competition. Yeah, very, very true. Yeah. I'm very particular about all of it. Like 
at the new place. So yeah, and it's been nice because I get the chance to design stuff or work with the architect, but like this isn't probably gonna be something you can change. You can't sure. change the width of your parking spots. Yeah, but, your, but that's how, I mean, yeah. like you could literally gro- go through every single aspect of mm-hmm. anything somebody can touch, you know, throughout oh, the yeah. experience. The way we design the facility from this time that you step in, like let's, t- let's take this, this gym for example, okay? So, uh, from our old location to this location, I was very intentional on what I wanted when, when somebody walked in. I didn't want them to see a gym when they walked in. I wanted mm-hmm. to see the smoothie bar and I want the gym to be back behind it that you couldn't kind of see it. You could kind of hear it, but you couldn't see what was happening. So it didn't look like a gym. I was very, very clear. Like that's what I wanted here because in our own location, it was so small. You would walk in and you would be on the uh, training yeah. floor. I mean, it was just so small like that we didn't have a choice. The new place we grew like two and a half times the size. I could create a lobby and it was cool. The new place, when I when you open the door, I want you to be able to see past the smoothie bar front desk through a glass tinted wall that you can see the training. And then all the way through the back door, I have glass on the garage doors in the back that you can see through into the, into the turf area and the, the outside. That's very intentional. intentional. The way I lined that up and I wanted the doors to align all the way through to the back. And, and yeah, this was all stuff in the design process that we were going through because I want somebody to walk in and be just, oh, wow, like that's, that's, this is great. We're different, right? And yeah. so it's, again, it goes back to competition. What are they seeing when you walk? Like, what do you go to? You guys ever go to your competitors and walk in and see what they look like in there? I mean, it'd be something yeah. good to be, to try if you could get away with it. I don't know. <laughs> what town are you in? Do they, do they, are they see you, do they see you coming type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, professionalism is, it's, it's like 7 million little things, but it all matters. And so the whole saying is how you do the small things, how you do the big things. If, if you can't get the Gmail address, you can't get your email address, right? How can they expect you to do the training? Right. And that's, that's a good point. Right. And even from, from, from your guys, our stance, right? Like as a, as a gym owner and the things that we could work on the, the Gmail, Get it right because it, it takes nothing to do that. If you're so if you're easy. walking past that situation every single day and just saying, you know what, it doesn't matter. What do you what do you like honestly? Like, do you care about the rest of the things? Yeah, details matter. The little things matter. That is your that could be your first impression, and you, you, I mean you could lose before you ever started, right? And so yeah, be intentional with all of these little things. Yeah, I think I think that's something we do pretty well is the details. I think anybody that went to the Grow Summit, we're very intentional about the details on that. Everything from the the directory to the venue to the food we chose to the name tags, the the quality of that to the speakers we choose, the the backlighting, the you know the length of sessions, the stuff like it all mattered to to me and to you, and so yeah. We, that should go into your gym as well. And it's, it's funny. I mean, I, not to toot my own horn, but I, you know, I heard three different people as they were coming to the summit, they say, Tim, I know you always do yep. it right. Like yep. you always do it right. You always, you always deliver. It's always top notch. It's always like, you always make it like great. Like that's, that was a good feeling. Cause I heard it from Rick and Jason, some other attendees. Well, good. I'm That's the point, right? I don't want to half-ass anything. So um, it's all in, right? You go back to episode freaking two if on our. If it's you, worth doing, it's worth doing right. Go all in. I mean, I, the license plate of my truck's Pulse. Mm-hmm. You know, Pulse One or whatever. It's like all in, right? I'm all in on this deal. So you should be too. This isn't a hobby. 
this is a battle. Like, put your face paint on, and you're battling the guy across the street, and you you need to win. You need think, to beat them. I think the the word that's come up a lot is intentional. Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. Yeah, And it's intentionality. In the, I mean, our coaching program, first thing that we do is take, take gym owners from that reactive state and I you know, slap them around a little bit. And we put them back in the driver's seat and we go, okay, today you're walking into the business intentional. This is what's getting accomplished. This is what I'm like. I'm going to, you know, impose my will on on this on, business on today. The day, on the day, as yeah. opposed to being a order taker. And I can't tell you every. Not not every time, but more often than not, gym owners don't know what they do for a living. They literally show up and they go, "Okay, what do I got to do today?" Or they just fix problems all day. We have fires. Put out fires. You're not a firefighter. You're not a firefighter. Well, think about it this way: if you keep running into the same problem over and over. I had this create call. a system to fix that. I had this call with a coaching client this week, and and this ha- and this happens here all the time. It's very very funny. It's uh, <laughs> we run into a problem, we create a system, we fix it, we do the system for a year, two <sighs> years, then all of a sudden the problem starts showing up again, and we look back at it, and it's like, why is this happening? We this was fixed before. Oh, we stopped. We stopped doing, doing the, the system. Thi- yeah, we stopped doing the thing <laughs> that was fixing that. And it's like, just do it. (laughs) Working with our coaching client this week, the staff, again, three weeks, things have been great. And then all of a sudden, what, why the hell are we not doing? Yeah, exactly. The problem was back. And I, and then this is, this is where as a gym owner or as a a manager or anything, this is where you have to be. I say it all the time, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. Go. If it needs to be fixed, if you need to put the fire out, if you need to step in and go make that happen, do it. But don't do it mm-hmm. without turning around, bringing it to attention to the person who's supposed to be doing it, coaching them and bringing them back to the system that they're supposed to be doing in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Your staff is going to condition you. And if they're not doing the system now and you're not telling them this is the only way, they're going to tell you what system they're going to do. Or they're not going to tell you anything, but they're just going to go do whatever they want yeah. to do. They can get away with you fixing it all the time. Exactly. hundred percent. It's, like, it's like kids. It's a hundred percent like kids, right? You know? Get away um, with it. I, I mean, dogs, puppies, right? Like, why are you whining? Because they know we're going to give them attention, uh-huh. right? My dog is notorious for it. It'll be six inches from me whining. Why? Because he knows I'm going to pet him. Yep. He knows I'm going to pet him. <laughs> Like, and it drives me nuts because I know why he's doing it. And, you know, it's my puppy. So I can't not do that. Yeah. But your employees, they're doing the same thing, guys. It's conditioning. It's conditioning. Do you want your employees doing things the right way? Hold them accountable. Yep. If they don't do it, remind them, hey, this is the way you're supposed to do it. And, uh, but you have to draw it back. Don't allow them to continue to do, to get away with it because you're filling the gaps behind it. Sure. Exactly. So, Again, this episode's mostly about professionalism, but it's doing the little things. So let, let's just keep kind of chipping away. We talked about your email address, talked about your website, talked about the uniforms, talked about 
the experience from the time they park. Is there trash in the parking lot? Pick it up. If there's, you know, signage on your door and they don't know where to go, fix it. When they walk into your door, what does it sound like? What does it smell like? What does it look like? Is it clean? Does it smell good? Does it, is the music too loud, too soft? You know, in our new place, we're putting a speaker right outside the front door. Heck yeah. Uh, on its own volume control. So we're going to set the tone from the time they uh, get out of their car. They're going to hear music for the gym lightly. And then they're going to come in. It's going to be louder. And then we get to the back. It'll be louder. Mm-hmm. So it's like stepping into, you know, into a concert, mm-hmm. right? You're walking into a show. You Building can, that excitement. You can yeah. hear it. You can hear the <laughs> outside at the club, right? And then when you walk in, it's <laughs> and then when you get in the back, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the point, right? We're setting the tone all the way through. Intentionally. Yeah, we're thinking about it. And so there's these are all things you can fix, guys. This is uh the only the only way you're gonna fix is if you realize what's happening. Yes, so, so so the the kind of thing that we do with our coaching clients is like stop for a minute and walk through your club as if you were a client and and decide and see what they see from their lens, not your lens. Because if you you're in there every day and you're not like you walk past that dusty corner and you don't because it's just been there for six months, like why change it now? Stop, change your change your lens, put your client's lens on and start looking around. What are they seeing? Yeah. And so like the number one thing, the number one reason when, when asked, and I don't know if this still holds true or not, but years ago I was told that the number one reason people leave gyms is cleanliness. Is your gym even clean? Um, you know, there's plenty of gyms that attract a different audience that dirty is probably better sure. like the grungy gems if that's you cool don't clean it right that's it's different it's a different model but like for our model our clients expect pristine and you know they make comments about it absolutely they make comments how man this is the cleanest gym i've been in you know we're, we're again very intentional and talking about cleaning let's just finish here talking about cleaning guys your coaches shouldn't be the ones responsible for cleaning they just shouldn't you should have a f- professional cleaning company that cleans at least three times a week. And he's not talking about, you know, maybe wiping down, you know, after a client or something like that. He's talking about cleaning the facility. I'm talking about trash, the, yeah. mopping, wiping the dust off of equipment, uh, windows, you know, countertops. That stuff, can, you can touch clean it and you should. We do it here. We touch clean during the day. But like we have a company that comes in at night and cleans our whole place mm-hmm. several times a week. And again, it it changes the perception. Yeah, just by I mean, just by adding that. Yeah, I mean, your your coaches aren't going to clean very well. Not they're, to that they're level. They're trying to get out of there. Not so. to that level. Yeah. Right, and it's just like you wouldn't have your cleaning company go train clients. <laughs> you don't have your trainer go clean like a cleaning company would. But it brings that brings up another point too. Like sometimes it it makes a little bit of sense to spend a little bit of money. The website is a big area. Right, you don't have to spend a ton of money get brand new five, six, eight thousand dollar website built necessarily. No, no. But if you if if you go to your website right now and you go to the footer, and it says you know, and you've got somebody managing your website, and you know it, the the year and the footer says like nineteen ninety eight or, or two thousand you know eighteen, nobody's managing your website, right? Like those are the little things that tell people how much you care. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's the little thing. So anyways, this, this hopefully is, uh, will we'll kind of snap you guys into a different view of your, of your facility. It's a competition. 
and we're already up, you know, we're fighting from behind right now. The trust in the marketplace is, is lacking, you know, especially from the, you know, when we won't get into politics, but the, the people have been lied to over and over and over. Like they don't trust anybody anymore. The people that they thought they could trust, they're, they're, they're betraying them on that level. Like business needs to build that trust level up. And by trust, it's, it's professionalism. It's doing what you say you were going to do. Um, it's when you have a consultation, which is our conversion systems, and you turn around and deliver exactly what you just sold them, you're going to build trust you're in that. Resolidify your uh, their decision to buy from you. Yeah. When yeah. we week two we, in our coaching program, we do brand promise. What is your brand promise? All that needs to be is what you execute. Every yeah. time you execute that, client goes, "They did what they said they're going to do. Yeah. I'm happy giving them my money." Yeah, it's just building trust. So globally, it's it's about trust. Globally, it's about professionalism, but it's about doing the little things so you can beat the guy down the street. Win it for your family, guys. All right? Mm. So that's it for this show. Until next episode, guys, we change a lot. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Build to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.